Hello and welcome to the Rebecca Lee Podcast. I'm your host and wellness sis, Rebecca. I'm an LA-based holistic nutritionist and I'm here to help guide you through the world of wellness in the most straightforward, balanced, and intuitive way. Join me every week for casual big sis chats as I spill the deets on all things real holistic health and wellness to guide you towards living your best life. Now, let's get into it. Before we get into this episode, I want to give a quick trigger warning. So if anything around disordered eating or counting calories or weight or macros, um, binging may affect you or think it might trigger you, please feel free to close out of this episode. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the Rebecca Lee podcast. I'm so excited for today's episode. I have one of my best friends with me, Natalia. Natalia, say hi. (laughs) Hello, hello. So happy to be here. (laughs) I'm super excited because this is a topic I've been wanting to talk about for a while, and that's around food stress and anxiety around the holiday times. I did an Instagram story like a week or two ago asking you guys, like, do you feel stress and anxiety around the holiday time when it comes to food? And I got over a thousand yeses. So there was a lot of people who showed that like, you know, this is a stressful time for them. Um, So I really wanted to talk about this topic in time for the holidays before, you know, we get Christmas and New Year's and all that stuff. And also just more generally speaking about our relationship with food, food stress, anxiety, food guilt, um, you know, kind of just what has helped us. And I wanted to bring on Natalia because I know she's been through it as well and definitely has a lot of Great insight. So thank you, Natalia, for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I can't believe we're doing this. This is so fun. And I just feel like this is a conversation that will help a lot of people. So I'm excited. I know. Me too. We're literally just like in my room. (laughs) This is such a vibe though. Like we got the candle. We just... This is the studio. Yeah. 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 No, I literally saged my room before we got started. (laughs) Literally. To get the energy right for this episode. So we're bringing our best energy forward to you guys. Always, always, (laughs) always, always. So to kick it off, Natalia, why don't you share with the audience just like a little bit about yourself, anything you want to share. Alrighty, my name's Natalia. I am 22 years old. I moved to LA in February, so I've been living there ever since. And I am an avid... um, diet culture just like rebel do not support it um i have gone through lots of disordered eating and just not a healthy past with food and diet culture in general so um i basically created a platform right in the uh, beginning of the pandemic and just started sharing my journey with um my past with eating and all of that and i have just loved helping people ever since by sharing my journey and I've met so many amazing people including Rebecca that have gone through a similar journey so um that's a little a little backstory about me I guess yeah no I love that especially because I feel like when around the time we both started posting on social media like I didn't even realize how many people went on a similar journey that I did when it came to my relationship with food until I found like you and all these other people online who started opening up about it and then I was like oh my god all these years later I didn't even know that like so many people 
go through such similar things. Yeah, like, I feel like the pandemic really brought all of those people that had gone through that in the past, like, together. Like, I had no idea mm-hmm. that so many people were struggling with the same things that I was. And once I opened up about that and, like, you know, shared my experience, so many people related. And it was, like, this whole community that started building. And it was, yeah. it was just great. No, I love that so much. Um so do you want to share a little bit about your, you know, relationship with food, your past, your journey, kind of like how that all started? Yeah, so uh, I guess, you know, to sum it up a little bit, um, in all of high school, I never struggled with food, really. It was just up until my senior year, I gained some weight because I stopped playing, uh, stopped running. I did cross country and track for two years, and then I stopped my junior year and then my senior year. I was going through a breakup and just a lot of different life things being thrown at me and I gained some weight and then after that I realized that the weight I had gained was not something that uh, I just kind of wanted to, you know, shift and lose weight. But I wasn't doing that with the correct mindset. I was losing weight just to, you know, just for aesthetics. I just wanted to look the skinniest I could. And instead of approaching it with a different mindset that I have now where it's like, okay, it's okay to look away, but also what is it doing for you internally? Why do you want to lose weight? You know, all these different things. So, um that experience for me wasn't something that was healthy. I definitely went into a very, very severe restriction and dealt with lots of orthorexia type of tendencies and um, binge eating. And that went on for a little while. Um, But then I'd say like two years ago now, I discovered that the people I was following, you know, the fitness influencers and all those people that I thought were helping me were actually making me spiral and making me um, realize that what I was doing wasn't healthy. Mm-hmm. And once I like, once I stopped going to events and seeing people and kind of just only like working out and honestly barely eating, like that's what made me realize that I was not being healthy anymore. Like, I completely shut myself off from everything, and that's why I decided that that's not the type of life I want to live anymore. And so I just started, you know, I unfollowed all these fitness influencers and started following people that make me want to, you know, approach a new type of lifestyle where I can eat what I want and also, you know, feel good in my skin. Yeah. Yeah, no, I really love that. And I really resonate with it. I think we had like a really similar journey, which mine's like literally the same thing. Senior year of high school, stop playing soccer. Um, And I think the crazy thing is, is that you can get into this journey, like all for, you know, the right things, but then also find yourself spiral in a sense. It's like, I didn't start it, you know, I didn't realize that I was getting into it with the wrong mindset like I got into it for the right things I was like you know I want to be healthier and I want you know I want to look good and feel good and it wasn't like that was an intention um but I think it's hard when you find yourself when you look in the mirror one day and you're like oh my gosh what am I doing you yeah, know what I mean like yeah. you're, you just get caught so in deep mm-hmm. 
and then like people uh one thing that like kept me going was like people would be like oh my gosh you've lost so much weight Mm. you look so good like people at work would approach me and be like girl what are you doing and that just kept fueling my fire and I'm like all right so I look good now Mm -hmm. I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing and I did not think it was a bad thing I thought okay I'm I lost weight I'm doing the right thing right yeah but then it's like now seeing myself and the way I was eating and the way I was moving my body and the restriction that I had like it doesn't that's not healthy you know no not healthy at all and I know a lot of people struggle with that I know I struggled with that too is because like I was always looked at as like the healthy friend like Mm -hmm. air quotes yeah like everyone looked at me as somebody who ate 100% perfect and um did all the best workouts and so like I was perceived as that and Mm -hmm. so I felt like I had to live up to those expectations and not have any balance um, but then when I was alone, I would find myself binging, you right. know, and doing the exactly. things exactly. because I was like, oh my God, I can't live up to this unrealistic expectation. Like mm-hmm. you can't mm-hmm. do that a hundred percent of the time. You're going to no. go crazy. It's just not realistic. Mm-mm. It's not sustainable. And your body, I think will like go against you at some point. And I always, oh, yeah. I always say that though, like you might have short term, um, you know, effects of it, mm-hmm. but then long term it's not your body's not going to be happy with the restriction and the the binging cycle and all of that stuff so no exactly better to cut it off early change the mindset and mm-hmm. i really think getting to the root cause of it and changing my mindset is what helped me the most um i'm curious if you have like any insight into like maybe how your mind mindset has shifted or Um, What kind of helped you get out of that or, you know, even progress that you see now in your mindset, just like relating back to back then? Yeah, I think definitely it just takes time. Like if I've noticed anything, um, even my mindset today from a year ago, and I would say a year ago, I had a healthy mindset. But even, like, the mindset, I like, it just keeps getting better mm-hmm. and better with time. And right now, I have the most free- food freedom I ever have had. And it's just because I feel like it's just time. Like, allowing yourself to incorporate those fear foods back into your life and letting go of those uh, food rules that, you know, you once had. Mm-hmm. And just living in the moment and being present and not worrying about, you know, the way your body is going to look a week from today or tomorrow because you ate this like it's just being present and truly just um allowing yourself to eat intuitively yeah no I love that and I think you know with those food rules and all those things I think the best thing that I did was just challenge them like okay Mm -hmm. where are these rules coming from are they true like where's this food fear coming from? Like, let me eat this and see what happens. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like forcing yourself, even if it's uncomfortable to do those things and then realizing like, oh my God, nothing bad happens. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, for example, I don't like dairy doesn't sit well on my stomach. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't. But sometimes I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to try this cottage cheese or I'm going to try this cookie that has dairy and just see how I feel. I'm going to challenge that. And sometimes it doesn't hurt my stomach. And I'm like, amazing. I don't know why this doesn't hurt my stomach. But, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna let myself have this every now and then. I'm not going to, you know, yes. stuff my face with it. Because then my stomach's going to hurt. But yes. you know what I'm saying? It's just yes. like balance. That's what it comes back to. And, yeah. No, I, I completely agree. It's like, what, what bad thing happens after if I eat this one cookie? Like, literally nothing. Like, exactly. you just... You move on. The worst thing you can do, I think, is stress more about it because then you're just adding 
more stress to your body. You're making yourself want it even more. It just leads down a vicious cycle instead of just like challenging yourself being like, okay, I'm going to do this and then prove it to myself that like, or this rule isn't true. Like who said I had to work out two hours a day? Right. Like, let me change that and see what my body looks like, you know, things like that or see how I feel. Mm -hmm. It's challenging yourself, I think. Absolutely. So, Natalia, you mentioned that, you know, your mindset, even in the past year, has shifted a lot, even though it still was healthy a year ago, um, to now, it's improved even so much more. And so with time, I mean, I'm sure you've learned a lot. Uh, What in specific has changed for you or what mindset shifts have you noticed in yourself? I think that the one that I've noticed the most lately um, is, like, working out and not feeling guilty if I miss a workout, if I eat something that I don't necessarily eat on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, working out is something that I used to do when I would, you know, eat something that I would feel guilty about. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym for three to four hours, whatever long. I'm going to go for a run and then I'm going to do weights and this and that. And I'd make it this big like event. It's like, just because I had this one food, you're going to go work it all off. And now I completely don't do that at all. Um, I listen to my body. Of course, I like to work out because it helps me like stress wise and anxiety wise. It just is my therapy but um I do it to feel good and it's not because of what I ate the day before if I had dairy no matter you know it's just listening to my body and truly um working out because I love it instead of to punish myself for what I ate yeah and I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with I know I used to back in the day also um because it is like that part of that vicious cycle, like, oh, I ate this, so I have to go work it all off and burn it off and run 500 miles. Diet culture <laughs> loves that. Yeah. It loves to tell us that. Yeah, but in reality, it's like, that's not even true. Like, I always go back to the, like, look at things from a scientific standpoint. If you do that, same thing with, like, nutrition and working out. It's like, these things aren't true. It's just what we tell ourselves. Right. And so by shifting the way you, you view working out, which I really love, it's like you view it now as something that's like your therapy, you love it, you enjoy it. Why would you even want to use it as something to punish yourself? You know, it takes Period. the fun out of it. Exactly. It's like, what's the point? Exactly. I would dread those workouts. Exactly. I'm like, okay, I had this, now I have to go work out. And it's like, No, reframing the mindset that, like, I had this and it was great and now I'm going to work out because I love moving my body in this way and that's how I'm going to do it. It could be a walk. It could be a run. It could be lifting weights. Whatever you're feeling, you know, it doesn't have to be this strategic plan to lose the weight that you gain, unquote gain, from Mm -hmm. that cookie yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. I really love that. I think the mindset shifts are huge and it's like, it's so cool that you can even look back now, like a year later, and be like, wow, this was already is a huge mindset shift for me. Um, I think I have like some of those myself too, even though I would say I've had a healthy relationship with food for the past, like, at least like three or four years now, I'd say my journey was more like at the end of high school, beginning of college. But even now I find myself like, for example, last night, I was super bloated. And I think maybe even like a year ago, I would have been really down on myself, like, oh my God, I'm so bloated, I look horrible, I feel horrible, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. 
But then last night I like posted it on my stories and I was like, guys, it's okay to feel bloated. It doesn't really matter. Right. And I was like smiling. I was like, yep, I feel bloated. I'm going to, I'm going to own it. I'm going to embrace it. And Hell like, yeah. I know that it's just going to go down again. Like tomorrow it's there's temporary. no right there's yeah. no need to worry about it so like, like you just gained a bunch of weight it's mm-hmm. just like your body didn't like something that you ate and there you are it's yeah. fine <laughs> yeah exactly so I think it's cool that we can look back and be like wow we've already had so much mindset so much shifts, growth so much growth so much and growth. it's just gonna like continue getting better and better it is so going back to the original intent of this episode I'm glad we got some of that background out of the way mm-hmm. um And I think some really good nuggets of advice are in there, especially if you're struggling through a relationship with food. But I want to talk more specifically now about like the holiday times, um, because I definitely know this can bring up a lot of stress for people. I know it used to bring up a lot of stress for me around this time. Um, So I want to ask you, Natalia, if you have like anything, any advice you want to give or any, um, you know, nuggets of information around the holiday times, kind of like how you used to struggle during it and kind of the way you view it now. Yeah, um, I definitely agree and can relate to the whole, you know, feeling more anxiety around the holiday time and honestly towards like any, you know, big event Mm -hmm. where you know there's going to be lots of food and, you know, it's just more anxiety. But um, something that's helped me is reframing my mindset once again and just allowing myself to really listen to my body because something I used to struggle with around the holiday time especially is I would go to holiday parties or Mm -hmm. you know hang out with friends where there would be you know food and sweets and treats and all these things and I would only limit myself to say one cookie or Mm -hmm. one thing you know that would be my cheat little treat and then I would go home and stuff my face right because (laughs) I didn't allow myself to just enjoy that moment with my friends, with my family, and that was such a hard, like, process to, like, sit down with myself finally and be like, dude, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Like, that's not living life to the fullest. You're just doing the same cycle over and over, and um, so, yeah, I think that just sitting with myself finally and really being clear about, like, okay, I don't want to be living this way anymore. I want to enjoy the holidays. The holidays only are here one time, Mm -hmm. one month. It's okay to indulge a little bit more, and it's okay to overeat a little bit more, you know? It's okay to just let yourself live. (laughs) Yeah. No, 100%. You, like, get back to the root of, like, our freaking lives and you're like what I'm not gonna enjoy these like moments exactly that happen once a year like Christmas is once a year Thanksgiving is once a year what are you gonna do like you know do that to yourself um and I think something that really helped me too during the holiday times and like shifting my mindset is getting away from the all or nothing mentality you know what I mean I feel like I used to um think like oh well it's December so it's my birthday it's the holidays we have all these parties it's New Year's so um I'm just gonna give up this month and I'm gonna eat whatever I want and Mm -hmm. I'm going to you know not even care about anything (laughs) like yeah obviously extreme but I would just think like oh I'm just gonna like binge all I want because it's the holiday and then when January comes I'm gonna be quote-unquote good again and it doesn't need to be all or nothing. So maybe for you, it's the opposite. It's like, oh, I'm going to restrict so much. But for me, it was like, it was my like, oh, binging time or something like that. Um, 
And I think getting away from the all or nothing mentality is like some of the best things you can do, just even generally speaking, but especially around the holidays, because it literally doesn't have to be like that. You know what I mean? It doesn't. And like when I was really struggling with that, I I would tell myself like, I want to be my best self throughout the whole year. But it's like, bro, being your best self means enjoying the holidays, Mm -hmm. enjoying this time with your friends, eating what you want. And it doesn't have to be again, all in or all nothing. Like, um, now, like, with holidays, I eat what I want and I don't feel like I have to stuff my face when I get home because I allowed myself to have the treats I wanted when I was, you know, at that event or at that party because I already, like, let myself have those treats, you know what I'm saying? I fe- I didn't feel like I needed to go home and um, stuff my face. No, I completely agree. It's like, you know, you can go to that holiday party and eat, tell yourself you can have whatever you want and then the next day it's like, you don't feel restricted or the other way around. It's like you're, you find this happy medium of like, you know, I ate what I wanted and I still feel good type of thing. It's not like a hundred percent one way or the other. And of course it's like hard to not feel guilty, especially Mm -hmm. when you're first starting out. Like when I was first starting out, like with food freedom and allowing myself Mm -hmm. to eat what I wanted, I did feel some guilt the next day, you know, and that's totally normal if you do experience that. But with time, it's all with time. Yeah. Like that, that those guilty feelings will start to go away because you're gonna realize, you know what? I might have felt guilty the next morning, but I know that like a month or two months from now, if I keep allowing myself to do this, the guilt will go away because I know that I'm serving my higher self, and she would want me to be eating this way and not restricting. So true. I really love that piece of advice. It's like, you know, with time, the guilt does go away. And like, the more you push through it, the easier it gets, like Mm -hmm. with anything. Um, And I think also reminding myself that like, you know what, like, I can feel guilt and like, still be happy with myself and still move forward and move along. It's like, my thoughts don't have to control me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to let that ruin my day. And I don't have to let that guilty feeling like, spiral me down like a negative cycle you know what I mean it's like you can control how you choose to react to that food guilt exactly and just because like again you eat something you normally don't if you get bloated the night of or the next day don't freak out Mm -hmm. it's temporary you did not gain 20 pounds like that's another thing I would struggle with is like oh great so I had this and here I am and it's like okay it's okay it's gonna go away like calm down chill out we all get bloated it's normal it's literally normal yeah no I really love that and I think a good exercise I sometimes do with my clients if they struggle with food guilt a lot is like what are like three affirmations you can write down to yourself that you can come back to to counteract the um food guilt thoughts or like you Mm. know that anxiety and stress you have like Make three affirmations that you can put as your phone background. I don't care. Dude, you, can you already tell know how I feel about affirmations. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because think about how powerful it is. It's like, okay, I have a thought come up about how guilty I feel. Boom. What's the affirmation I can counter it to yep. to stop it and, you know, tell myself instead? Honestly, like, even keeping them in your notes app, mm-hmm. like, to look back on if you're ever really, like, you know, feeling anxious at a party or whatever it might be, just having those affirmations on hand to look back on has been really helpful for me as well yeah I know I love that so I know we did talk about you know a little bit like you're not going to gain weight if you 
eat the cookies at the holiday party or, you know, you're not, it doesn't work like that. You don't need to stress out about weight gain. However, if, you know, someone is in a position right now, they may be listening, that is going through a little bit of a weight gain during this time, which, you know, is normal. Some people do gain weight, you know, weight fluctuates throughout the year or just in life. (laughs) Um, What would be like some pieces of advice you would tell them or just like, you know, maybe from your own personal experiences, like what, um, what would help them through this time? Yeah, um, so this is actually something that I am currently going through. Um, I've gained a little bit of weight, and it's definitely something that is uncomfortable and unsettling sometimes, but for me, what's helping me is having those affirmations and reminding myself that I've come so far from the way I was two years ago, and weight gain doesn't have to be a bad thing. It's actually mm-hmm. can be a beautiful thing, and I'm proud of the way I look now. And again, it's hard to look back at old pictures sometimes. I was actually going through this last week. I was going through a bunch of pictures and just seeing, you know, how my body looks different and. It did make me feel weird and it's okay. Like I just let myself feel what I needed to feel and I am just reminding myself that I've had the most food freedom I've ever had right Mm -hmm. now. I feel the most liberated I've ever felt with movement, with, you know, food freedom, all those things. I've felt, I've never felt this free and that is more important to me than any aesthetic, any, you know, look um, I still feel beautiful and it's okay to feel uncomfortable at times when, you know, you are going through a weight gain journey or, um, yeah, going through that. I completely understand, but just remind yourself that if you're doing this from like a good intention and you're prioritizing your well being, then that's all that matters. Yeah, no, I love that. That like two part fold almost like first off, it's okay to feel these things, to feel this way. Like feel all your feels of course it's normal I think it's a human like instinct reaction but at the same token it's like think about everything else that you've gained in your life besides the weight like what did the weight gain bring you like exactly. how how much el- other things in your life like your what mental well-being that's everything <laughs> right you know so I always try to think about it from that point of view too that's like well, what did I gain? You know, maybe I gained more fun times with friends and family. Maybe I gained more um, mental peace, you know, well-being. Maybe I gained more, um, you know, I was traveling and I had like really cool memories. I don't know. Whatever it is, it's like, you know, our weight's always going to be fluctuating, especially as women. Always. Like we are not supposed to have our 16-year-old body for the rest of our lives. Like we got to be, you know, giving birth eventually. (laughs) And so I always try to remind too that it's like weight's going to be fluctuating up and down. And so I think that's really beautiful that, you know, you can, you know, show how much you've grown. Exactly. And I think another thing is just like being able to embrace your body in whatever phase it's in. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, my body was, you know, smaller a year ago because um, things were just different in the world, you know. We were still kind of, you know, in the pandemic, which we kind of still are, but like, (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, things, like, I go out a lot more now, and I am just embracing this phase in my life, and that's that. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Love it so much. Can't say it enough. I'm so happy you're here. Um, 
We are approaching close to the end of the episode, so I want to wrap up this episode with just like some action steps, um, some like real tangible things that you can take away, you know, after listening to this episode. If you are feeling guilty or a lot of stress and anxiety around the holidays or, you know, just in general even, um, what, you know, we're going to go back and forth and just share, you know, some action steps that you can take away from this episode. So Nat, if you have one action step or one tangible piece of advice, what's someone they could do? Go. I think that around this time during the holiday season is a great time to uh, let yourself eat a food fear or mm-hmm. let go of a food rule that have you've let control your life. Like, just challenge that. Let go of mm-hmm. it, introduce a new food fear, and just see where that takes you. It just takes one simple step. Yes, I love that one. Second up, this is one that I preach all the time, but it's think about all the other things that you can focus your energy on during this time besides just the food and besides just, you know, weight fluctuations or whatever it is. If you're at a party, you know, and there's all this amazing food, can you focus on the people there, you know, your happiness there, the memories made, like anything else? Um, I challenge you to really take your energy and your focus into anything else besides the food and your body, like put it somewhere else, put it on the people, like be present and like enjoy, you know, that time. Yeah, that was actually going to be my second one. Oh shit, really? Be present with your food and with the people you're with because Mm -hmm. that's what's most important at the end of the day. You know, when you're 70 years old, you're not going to want to look back at yourself when you're 20, 21, 22, whatever age you are and be like, oh, I remember that one time I was really (laughs) stressing out about that cookie. Like, no, you're going to remember the people you were with, the memories Mm -hmm. that you made, and that's what's most important, especially during this time. Yeah, yeah. No, I love that one. Yeah. Love that we piggybacked off each other. (laughs) Always. (laughs) For the fourth one, I'm going to say to really challenge yourself to look beyond just the food of, like, it's not really about the food itself. It's about the mindset behind it. And so I know we touched a lot in this episode about mindset work, but really dig deep, like look inside, do some self-introspection, like get to the root cause of it. Like what's my mindset behind my relationship with food and the way I view it. Um, instead of putting so much emphasis on like the actual food itself, like challenge yourself to like, how can I shift my mindset in these moments? And like we said, like through affirmations and you know, other work like that, I think that can be really, really helpful. Um, I guess the last piece of advice I have for this time is when you're working out, make sure to set an intention, Mm -hmm. especially if you're struggling with food and all this, um, really set an intention before you work out and be like, all right, why am I moving my body today? Is it because of what I ate last night? Or is it because I want to feel good today? This is going to help me feel energized for the day. And that's why I'm working out, you know, I think that setting an intention is something that really helped me when I was um, healing my relationship with like fitness and all that. That really helped. Love that. That's really important. Last thing I'll say, I guess this one's more of like a reminder, but also just, you know, another thing you can take away from this episode is just reminding yourself that life goes in ebbs and flows, and it's supposed to go in ebbs and flows. And the more you can embrace it instead of resist it, the better off you'll be. So stop resisting, you know, the whatever's coming up during the holiday time for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead, just flow with it, you know, yeah. go with it. Know go it goes, go with the flow. Know it comes in ebbs and flows. And 
um, just learn to kind of surrender that a bit and just just go with it. Surrender. That's surrender. that honestly that's word. the best that's the best word. Just surrender. Like mm-hmm. literally just let life flow, surrender, be present, make memories. You never know what next year is going to bring, mm-hmm. so be freaking present. Love that. Period. Love that. <laughs> Thank you so much, Natalia, for coming on the pod. If you don't follow her already, you definitely should. We got at Nat's Neat Neat Eats, correct? (laughs) Literally everyone gets it messed up. Should I change my username? (laughs) Real question. Nat's Neat Eats. Nat's Neat Eats. (laughs) Got it. Okay, she's also Natalia Seliger on TikTok. Right. Yes. Okay, amazing. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, be sure to share it on your stories. Tag me and Nat. We love seeing this stuff. Or just DM us and let us know that you listened. Um, it's always, you know, such a good feeling to see. So, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I had such an amazing time. And I'm so proud of you and this podcast. You're killing it. Thank you. Thank you. And I hope you guys gained something from this. We love you. Me too. Sending love. Bye. Bye.